Thank you for the time that you are investing watching this video from Victory Church. We hope that you will enjoy it. Hello, my friend. Welcome to Victory Church. This is our Bible study timeline here today, May 7th. 2019 the lesson is the number 74 and we are reading in Genesis 37 from the verse 12 through the verse 35 behind me you can see that we have our friend Brandon grilling some hamburgers for our dinner tonight and also if you can take a look behind there is a pickup truck is our brother Tim who is building a frame for the new sign that we will have outside on the street Actually, it is a pretty good size frame that he's welding. He's a professional welder. So this is a beautiful night, although we have great, great, great strong winds here, as you can see, but it's a beautiful day regardless because we are alive. So I invite you to go to our website, vchurch.us and download the Bible study of this evening, May 7, 2019. It's a pleasure to be here with you. The title of this lesson is Road to Your Destiny. Destiny and the Lord Jesus our God is the one who is taking us there to our destiny. And I want to read in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. One day, Joseph's brothers went to Shechem to care for their father's sheep. Jacob said to Joseph, go to Shechem. Your brothers are there with my sheep. Joseph, Joseph answered, I will. His father said, go and see if your brothers are safe. Come back and tell me if my sheep are all fine. So Joseph's father sent him from the valley of Hebron to Shechem. At Shechem, Joseph got lost. A man found him wandering in the fields. The man said, what are you looking for? Joseph answered, I am looking for my brothers. Can you tell me where they are with their sheep? The men said, they have already gone away. I heard them say that they were going to Dotan. So Joseph followed his brothers and found them in Dotan. Joseph's brothers saw him coming from far away. They decided to make a plan to kill him. They said to each other, here comes Joseph, the dreamer. We should kill him now while we can. We could throw his body into one of the empty wells and tell our father that a wild animal killed him. Then we will show him that his dreams are useless. But Reuben wanted to save Joseph. He said, let's not kill him. We can put him into a well without hurting him. Reuben planned to save Joseph and send him back to his father. When Joseph came to his brothers, they attacked him and tore off his long and beautiful coat. Then they threw him into an empty well that was dry. While Joseph was in the well, the brothers sat down to eat. They looked up and saw a group of traders traveling from Gilead to Egypt. Their camels were carrying many different spices and riches. So Judah said to his brothers, what profit will we get if we kill our brother and hide his death? We will profit more if we sell him to these traders. Then we will not be guilty of killing our own brother. The other brothers agreed. When the Midianite traders came by, the brothers took Joseph out of the well and sold them to the traders for 20 pieces of silver. 
the traders took him to Egypt. Reuben had been gone, but when he came back to the well, he saw that Joseph was not there. He tore his clothes to show that he was upset. Reuben went to the brothers and said, the boy is not in the well. What will I do? The brothers killed a goat and put the goat's blood on Joseph's beautiful coat. Then the brothers showed the coat to their father. And the brothers said, we found this coat. Is this Joseph's coat? His father saw the coat and knew that it was Joseph's. He said, yes, that is his. Maybe some wild animal was killed him, has killed him. My son Joseph has been eaten by a wild animal. Jacob was so sorry about his son that he tore his clothes. Then Jacob put on special clothes to show that he was sad. He continued to be sad about his son for a long time. All of Jacob's son and daughters tried to comfort him. But Jacob was never comforted. He said, I'll be sad about my son until I die. So Jacob continued to mourn his son, Joseph. What a story, my friends. What a story. The title of this lesson is Road to Your Destiny. As we know, the destiny of Joseph was to become second leader after Pharaoh in Egypt and save his family. But he has gone through a lot of trials. Perhaps you feel that way. Perhaps you feel that your life has been trial and trial, injustice after injustice, and many things done against you that have affected you. You got hurt. Probably you have lost money or people or things in your endeavors to try to, be, to have a good life, a decent life, in order, in order to achieve your calling in life and actually be happy. Some people feel that sometimes they are stuck and actually they are in a pit, in a well like Joseph was. But I want to share with you tonight 14 points of this lesson that are crucial for you. The number one point is the obedience of Joseph. You can see that when he answered to his father in verse number 13, Father, I'll go to search for my brothers. In verse 16, he, he was lost. But you know what? He didn't quit. The guy who find him, found him, said, what are you doing? He said, clearly, I am searching for my brothers. Second aspects that you need to do. Once you are obedient, and once you are, once you are obedient, obeying, I'm sorry, and once you are obeying the instructions that you receive from your authority, from God, from your supervisors, from your parents, from the authorities in your life, once you are obeying, sometimes you will find predicaments that make you probably doubt. Should I do this or should I quit? No, you don't quit. You just keep on going. He continued searching and researching because he wanted to find his brothers. Do the same. Don't give up. Obey. Trust in God. Do what you need to do regardless. The third point is do your job. This is what we see here in the verse number 17. Joseph followed his brothers. He decided to keep on going, you see? Very important. Do not quit in the middle of the task. Try to get the job done. Because then he found them in Dothan. 
which is the fourth aspect here. Finish the job and get the feeling of accomplishment. Get the job done. Continue doing your job until you get it done. Unfortunately, when he arrived and the brothers saw him, they did the classic thing that bad people do all the time. What is that? Attacking through words. They say, oh, here is the dreamer. Probably some people say that about you. Oh, here is the blah, blah, blah. Oh, here is the blah, blah, blah. Oh, here, here she is, the one that blah, blah, blah. Here he is, the one that blah, blah, blah. Sometimes people don't have anything else to do but talking about others, putting other people down because they don't have a life. Actually, these brothers, down, down the line, the future, they got saved by Joseph. But you see how they are? That's exactly what happens in these days. You are going to save people, you are going to help people because you are a good person, you want to do the best for everybody, you want to serve God. But sometimes in your path to your destiny, you will find individuals that they betray you, like it happened in this case. In the verse number 20, they said, we should, we should kill him now that we can. You know, the Lord Jesus said in John chapter 10, verse 10, that the enemy came just to steal, kill, and destroy. So the enemy wants to steal your joy, steal your peace, steal your vision, steal your plans for the future, steal your hope, steal whatever they, the enemy can steal from you and because he wants to kill those desires. He wants to kill the enthusiasm in your life. He wants to kill your dreams. He wants to kill every single hope you have for the future. That is the job of the enemy. And naturally, he wants to destroy everything about God's vision and God's plan for you. What the enemy doesn't know is that even though we go through trials and tribulations like Joseph was, at the end, it was God's plan that was done. Hallelujah, that is awesome. You see that? Next aspect, number seven. We found this in the verse 21. Reuben wanted to save Joseph. Now, who was the one that went to bed with one of his father's women? Reuben. So he lived the experience of doing something wrong. He knew he was guilty in that instance. And you know what? In this case, he said, no, I, I don't want to kill the boy. I don't want to do that. People that are guilty, they want to change. They try to change. Sometimes the circumstances are different. Like in this case, in the verse number eight, they say that there were a group of traders traveling from Gilead to Egypt and their camels were carrying many different spices and riches. All the circumstances were confabulated against Joseph. Sometimes that is what happens to us. All the circumstances are confabulating against us and you are thinking, but why this is happening to me? Why all these elements, all these uh, <laughs> items in my equation of life are kind of aligned against me? Well, you know what? The Lord allowed those kind of things because He has a plan. You have to remember that. The next aspect 
is in the verse number 26. Judah said to his brother, what profit will we get if we kill our brother and hide his death? Greed, classic from the enemy. Greedy people, they don't think about anything other than money and their interest to get money and make a profit, even if they do that in a wrong way. They try to get money in bad ways like these brothers did. And then what happened? Listen to this in verse 27. They said, we will profit more if we sell him to, the, to these traders. Then we will not be guilty of killing our own brother. That is pure calculation. They are cold people. They are just thinking now, okay, you're not, you're right. Why are we gonna kill them? It's better if we sell them, we make a profit, and then, you know, we are not guilty of any murdering. Calculation, horrible. The next thing, verse number 30. Reuben went to the brothers and said, the boy is not in the well. What will I do? The regret. He should stay there, protect the, the young kid. He knew, but he didn't do it. Make sure that you don't make that mistake, my brother. Make sure, my sister, that when you have done something wrong and you want to change, you're gonna stay there and protect those who need your protection. We know that there was a plan from God for Joseph. Perhaps that happened. So Reuben, will realize eventually, I made another mistake. <laughs> that is terrible. Next point that I have for you, it is in the verse 33. It says, actually it's 31. The brothers kill a goat and put the goat's blood on Joseph's beautiful coat. Then the brothers showed the coat to their father and the brother said, we found this coat. Is this Joseph's coat? <laughs> is this Joseph's coat, Dad? My goodness, lies. Lies and manipulation. Do you know that in, uh, in the Ten Commandments that are described in the chapter 20 of Exodus, actually in the verse 16, it says clearly, do not lie. You know, people that are greedy, manipulative, they lie. You need to be careful of those individuals. When you find somebody that is lying, there is no guarantee that this person is gonna hurt you eventually because they are used to lie. You don't lie. You have to be truthful all the time. Tell the truth and speak the truth in love, of course. But be careful with people that are lying. If you work with somebody and you know this person is lying, you, you better watch that individual. When you have somebody in your family and that person is lying constantly, you better watch that person. Because those who are lying, eventually they are going to show how greedy they are and manipulative. That's bad. Then, next point. It is in verse 34. Jacob was so sorry about his son that he tore his clothes. Then Jacob put on a special clothes to show that he was sad. He continued to be sad, sad about his son for a long time. My friends, those brothers, they didn't have any conscience. Imagine the pain that they provoked in their father's heart. And they see the father 
suffering. And they didn't say anything. All of them, you see that? A bunch of bad, corrupt, evil people. How about that? And sometimes we live exactly those kind of experiences, don't we? We are in the midst of a bunch of liars and cheaters and greedy people. They only care for money. And they are envious and jealous because someone, you, are blessed by God. Someone, you, have a plan to fulfill in God's kingdom. Someone, you, is a chosen one. Don't be frightened by those individuals. Just be aware that they exist. And you need to hold into the Lord's promises, be strong in your faith, and keep doing the right thing. And finally, listen to this. It is in verse 35. All the daughters and sons tried to comfort him. So there were many other daughters at the end with Jacob. But Jacob was never comforted. He said, I'll be sad about my son until I die. So Jacob continued to mourn his son, Joseph. And I will tell you this, bad people that are doing wrong things all over the world, perhaps some of them belong to your family or you are part of that family. Someone in the family is corrupted in a liar, a cheater, a greedy one, someone doing the wrong thing, affecting the right ones, stealing from the decent ones, doing things against the ones that are doing the right thing. They are do, doing some things against godly people. It could happen in your family. It could happen uh, with a circle of friends. It could happen in the workplace. Everywhere that can happen. But I want you to know that those individuals that are doing the wrong thing, eventually they are going to get caught. That happened to these brothers. We will study more in the following lessons. But I want you to see this, that bad people always, always get caught. And the worst part that they will never admit is that while they are doing what is wrong and they are seeing the suffering of others, for a little while they don't have any conscience but they can't rest. They don't have peace. They can't just go to bed and sleep like a baby and enjoy the evening and be happy and the next day wake up and go have a cup of coffee and smile looking at the window. They can't do that. They can't. The good Lord will not allow them to enjoy any peace for the wrong things they are doing. But those who honor God who do not say lies, they don't tell lies, they respect everyone, but particularly, please pay attention to this, those who honor their parents, as it is written in Exodus 20, verse 12, which is the fifth commandment. Honor your parents, and you will be blessed, and you will have a long life. That's you. You are the person who wants you want to hear more about God. You want to learn about, more about God, the Bible. You want to become very spiritual. You want to do the right thing. You want to learn more about what else you can do in order to reflect God's glory, in order to be a good Christian person. Well, remember this, honor your parents. 
Honor your parents by treating them nicely. Mother's Day is about to come. Have you thought about giving something to your mother, to your grandmother, to any lady that probably appears to be a mother to you, or any lady that their child or her, her children, they are gone, but it's not there. Perhaps there is a woman near you that was a mother once and now is not. Perhaps that, that woman needs some affection. I, I said to somebody one day, when my parents were alive and they were far distant from me and I wanted to do some things for them, but I couldn't because I was thousands of miles away from my parents. I remember the Lord said to me, do good things for others, for other elderly. The good things you do for them, I'll make sure that somebody will do for your own parents. What a principle I learned. Then is when I decided to help elderly all the time and be with them and show them affection and respect because there is a promise and that promise is for you today. That promise is that if you honor your parents, you will have a long life with abundance of all kinds of things, especially the love of God in your heart, the love of God, the peace of God, the forgiveness of God, the hope of God, the future of God is for you. Thank you for watching and connecting. Thank you for your likes to the posts and make comments on the videos on YouTube, on Vimeo or Facebook. That helps us to promote God's word. And that is a great thing to do. Thank you for your time. Have a beautiful day. We appreciate so much your time invested with Victory Church in Odessa, Texas.